Welcome to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. Mike is one of the nation's top realtors and is highly regarded as an authority in residential real estate sales. Mike Bell has nothing to sell but great wisdom. You're going to love this show. Now, here's Mike Bell. Hello, this is Mike Bell, and you're listening to my show, the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. Thank you for listening. We've been selling real estate for about 19 years, and... Uh, Last year, I was ranked in the top 1% of all realtors in the nation. I'm a California licensed broker, and I sell a lot of homes. I um, I have my shingle is my is hung with Keller Williams in Pasadena, and um, I work in the San Gabriel Valley, and I also work with a lot of referrals, and um, I work with a lot of agents nationwide in helping uh uh, referring buyers and, and or sellers that need good, competent uh, realtors, so you can always call me. Um, you can. This is a call-in show, and you can reach uh, us at 888-GO-FOR-IT, 888-GO-FOR-IT. That's 888-463-6748. Um, after the show, you can always call me on my personal cell phone, 888-401-1555, 888 888- 401-1555. My email is mikebell at kw.com, M-I-K-E-B-E-L-L at kw.com, and my website is themikebellteam.com. And you can find me on uh, Google me. You can find me all, all over the place. <clears throat> well, on to business. My guest today um, is, uh, her name is Kathy Blonde. She is a reverse mortgage specialist. Kathy I've known Kathy for about, I don't know, maybe about 10 years. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Mike. Thank you for coming. And we're going to talk about reverse mortgages. So you're a specialist, and this is all you do is reverse mortgages. That's all I do. I don't do any other kind of loan. I know a lot of loan officers out there that say they do a little bit of everything, and they can ha- they can help me with a reverse mortgage. But um, I don't know. I would say it's got to be less than 1% of all loan officers out there actually just specialize. This is all you do. This is all I do. So I, I can handle the uh, the business just right. I work with seniors every day. Oh, my gosh. All these credentials. Tell me about your credentials. Well, I'm a, a national – I have my national lending system license number, uh, and I also have a California real estate agent's license. Those are what allow me to do business doing this. Mm-hmm. I became a certified senior advisor shortly after I started doing reverse mortgages eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's learning all about seniors, much like you would learn about child development when you have a small child. Mm-hmm. I went about learning about my customers. And I also have a California teaching credential. And what I believe this is fairly educational in nature. My job is to educate my clients all about reverse mortgages so they can make an informed decision as to whether it's the right product for them. Now, you work, work, you work for a company called Reverse Mortgage Direct, and I, I understand they're a, they're a mortgage broker. We're a broker. So we, we go to multiple lenders with our loans. We, we select the right lender for our client. Where, you know, one lender might, you know, really like doing manufactured homes, another lender won't do manufactured homes. And we, we know which is which and where to take that business. So you can, we can have, there could be a client that decides just to go into their big bank and they could place a loan, but it may not be the right one for them. But you could do. Uh, you're you're you're, you're going to be the one that could actually place them in the right spot. Maybe there's and, different banks out there that do different have different programs. Right, different lenders will do different things. 
And a, a manufactured house is, is a good example because not all the lenders will approve a, a manufactured house. Okay. Well, we skipped ahead of what is a reverse mortgage? This what is, is this? Uh, it's amazing to me that most, a lot, so many people don't know what a reverse mortgage is. There's a lot of myths out there. There's, um, that's why I want you here. S- set the record straight. What okay. is a reverse mortgage? Okay. I, I want to, I'm going to use an analogy of a savings account. You, you, most people have yeah. a savings account. Mm-hmm. When you put money, you know, you take your money and you put it in savings account mm-hmm. and you come back 10 years later and take your money out, what is it you expect the bank to give you? Interest. The, your original your, money your, plus your interest. original money plus yeah. interest, sure. A reverse mortgage is sort of like that, but the lender is giving the clients the money and at the en- end of the deal, the lender comes back and they want their original money plus the interest. Mm-hmm. And, and, but you're allowed to use that money through the years. And that can be, you know, to take a monthly income. It can be used to, uh, pay, paid off a current mortgage. You know, there's a variety of things it can do for you. So instead of, uh, because it's called a reverse mortgage, instead of paying the lender, the lender pays you. That's correct. And it, it might be, it might be that somebody has a very large mortgage to pay off and we become, we have to pay off everything that's due on the house. So, we become the only loan, and there may not be any, you know, much cash left over after paying off the mortgage. But then they don't have to make principal and interest payments. So if somebody's retired, and they don't have a, 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 they don't really have any. Say they don't have any income at all. Maybe they have Social Security, mm-hmm. and they have really no other income at all. But they, they're, uh, I guess you can say, cash poor, equity rich. That's correct. Which means they, they have all this equity. Say they have a house that's worth. I don't know, 300000 but they can't tap it because they can't get a refinance on it. They can't pull money out because no bank will give them any money on it because they have to qualify for a loan. They have to show that they have income to support the payments and on and on and on. This is a great solution. This is a wonderful solution. I'll tell you a story about a client I had a while ago who I found, I met her when she was living. She was renting an apartment in senior housing, a little tiny studio apartment. Mm-hmm. And her house was down the street a little ways, and she was renting it out so she could continue to own her home, but it paid the taxes and insurance. She did not have enough money to, to live in her home. In her own home. In her own home. And she didn't owe any money on it, but she just didn't have enough income mm-hmm. to, without renting it. So we got her into the reverse mortgage. She moved back into her home, and she is now happily collecting $800 a month from her reverse mortgage, which gives her plenty of money to live on compared to what she had. Um, plenty of money to live on, plus pay your taxes and insurance. So the lender writes her a check, or I guess maybe does direct, direct deposit, deposit for eight hundred dollars on the spot on the first of every month. Every month, like that. as long as she lives in the home. As long as she lives in the home, and she she can use that money for anything she wants. Anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, she could have a party if she wants. Right. Doesn't matter. There's no well constraints. I mean, let, let's talk about what 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 what's a requirement. <laughs> if the requirement is that it's your residence. Your okay. primary residence, yeah. and that you pay your taxes and insurance and maintain the property. So when you say it's your primary residence, that means you're living there because you have to live somewhere. Right. So the yeah, idea it, is that you actually live in the house. In other words, not a vacation house, not a, you know, like like you can't rent the house out to somebody and live somewhere else. Okay. You, you must live in the house. So what if you don't have a house? Well, I, I'm just sitting here thinking about one of my clients. They have a house and they have a triplex in the backyard. Um can you do a reverse mortgage on something like that? Up to four units. Up to four units. Right. So 
if they, she has strangers, not family members, but we have strangers that are paying, um, you have three tenants in the backyard that are paying, uh, rent to you. Mm-hmm. You can still get a reverse mortgage and the lender will continue paying the owner every month. That's correct. So you have an extra source of income. Yes. It's a way of tapping your income. A way of tapping, I'm sorry, the, tapping, equity. The, tapping the equity. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. So, uh, Single houses, duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes. After four, it's generally commercial. You can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah, it's FHA guidelines. So, uh, well, let's talk about some of the guidelines, I guess. How old do you have to be? be, Um, All the borrowers have to be 62 years old. So if, if, you know, you run into a a 40-year-old married to a 70-year-old, it's not going to happen because all the borrowers need to be 62. Well, I have clients that at, at that age, a lot of them are pretty smart and they've put their homes into a, into, into a trust. So the, the occupant is, you know, trustee of the trust. I mean, a lot of people do this, right? Yes. So it's, it's, yes, I, I have tr- I have properties in trust every day. Yeah, so you can keep your can you keep your property in a trust? Yes. It just the trust must be approved by the lender. Oh, that's easy. Okay. And, and it may need an amendment. Okay. So. Um, that's pretty straightforward. Now, what do they do? They pick up the phone and call you and say, this is, you know, we're kind of thinking about doing this. And uh, what are the other requirements? I mean, do they have to show tax returns and income and like you normally have to do? For Cur- a currently, loan? there's no income requirements. The They really need to be able to pay their taxes and insurance and maintain the property. So, you know, there's not a, um, you know, Give us all of your bank statements for the last six months and all of your savings account. And we don't we don't need to see all of that in the current requirements. The house must meet FHA standards. And and what I also encounter are what does FHA stand for? FHA is I'm sorry, Federal <laughs> Housing Authority. It's part of the government. The government considers these loans to be senior safe. They're be, all behind this program. FHA insures these loans, and that you know. This is a safe thing for seniors to do, and and to get a way to get the money in a, a, a fashion that best supports the senior being able to stay in their home. So this is a federal program. It's not a state by state, although you have to be licensed in each state if you want to do, if if you're if, as a reverse mortgage specialist. But but this generally this is just a federal program. We have to be licensed as a loan officer. Yeah. Okay. General loan officer. And uh, it's probably Congress that votes all this in. Mm-hmm. And and the funding behind it to insure it and, and maintain it. How long have they been? Have, how long have these been around since, since the late eighties? Wow. There were some before that that were just sort of informal loans between a, a bank and you know the old lady, old widow down the street that didn't have enough income. But but the one the formal program came around in the, the late eighties. It's 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 becoming more and more popular, especially you know today that people, baby boomers in particular, are. Not saving enough, as we all know, yeah. and they need to tap into the equity. So, if I'm 63 years old and I don't have a job, can I still get it? Yes. If I'm 63 years old and I don't have the best credit, that's okay. If I'm 63 years old and, I mean, what if I didn't do my taxes the last few years? Got to, got to get gotta current. Got to do your taxes. Got to. Do- I mean, yeah, tax returns. We don't have to see tax returns, but they need to not owe. They need to not be in debt. On their taxes. Okay. And then obviously I have to have my property taxes up to. Right. And and one of the things is often the house is in need of repair. Sure. And so the the loan 
following FA, you know, again, federal housing authority guidelines, were allowed to set aside some of the funds that they might get from the house so that the house can be repaired after the loan closes. Gotcha. So if they needed a new roof, you've got time and money to get the new roof. Maybe they didn't have the money beforehand to get that roof. I'm sitting here thinking about one of my clients that I'm going to be helping him sell his house, but he has he has a daughter that lives with him that's definitely younger than 62 years old. Is it okay if they have somebody in the house? Yes. As long as they're not on the on the loan. It's, I'm sorry, on the or the, on the title. Right, right. Only the borrowers can be on the title, and all of them have to be 62. Okay. So it's a stupid question, but are they going to ask the uh, the daughter, the people that live in the house, the, the family members for tax returns, credit reports, any of that stuff? Not if they don't have an interest in the property. Oh, well, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Okay. Um, jump in here. What do you? Uh, well, I'm. I'm not, no, I'm. I'm looking. You know, one of the a, a really great resource for information is the National Council on Aging, uh-huh. and they're a nonprofit organization that that you know they work with seniors on everything, and their website is ncoa.org. And they have a they have a very well written booklet um, that talks about reverse mortgage called "Using Your Home to Stay in Your Home," mm-hmm. and uh, you can find it on that webpage and and read it. It's about thirty pages long and um, easy reading, but it describes everything you might want to ask about a reverse mortgage. It also answers questions about whether it's the right thing for that particular senior, a senior that's got major health concerns going on and isn't going to be able to maintain their home. It's questionable about whether they should do this or not. Those are discussions we have. I imagine that for your when you consult with people, uh, this is uh, this is not necessarily something you do over the phone. This is something you do in the front room with other family members. If possible, if possible, I, I I like to sit down with my clients. There is a counseling requirement. They must attend counseling with a HUD licensed nonprofit housing counselor. Nonprofit, so they're not making any money. Somebody who's not in the deal. Not in the deal at all. Right. So they actually have to show up to the house? Is, is it a face-to-face? No, it's face? usually on the phone. It's usually on the phone? Yeah. Interesting. So that's that's safe. That's nice. There are a few that get to go face-to-face, but it's not as common as the phone. Well, we're going to roll into our first commercial. Thank you, Kathy. We're here with Kathy Blonde, and we're talking about reverse mortgages. She's a specialist. And we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Now, back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. Welcome back to the show. This is Mike Bell on the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. I'm here with Kathy Blonde, a reverse mortgage specialist. And um, I want to get some. Uh, I want to get your contact information out there for everybody. That's great. I, my, my phone number is 877-349-5207. And my email is Kathy, that's K-A-T-H-Y, my last name, Blonde, B-L-O-N-D, at yahoo.com. And I, I will repeat the phone number again. You can Please, call yeah. me anytime, and I'd be glad, even if you're not in in California, if you're in Nebraska or in Iowa or something, I will I will help you find somebody that can do business with you there. My phone number is 877-349-5207. And you're with Reverse Mortgage Direct. Um, what, how do you feel about somebody who just walks into a bank or just talks to any old 
loan officer and try to get a reverse mortgage, would you recommend that they talk to specialists? I recommend they talk to specialists because we're 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 very focused on the senior population. What this how this works. It's it's very much like a regular loan, but it has differences that make it more challenging mm-hmm. and understanding those things. It's very important. It's important for the people that are considering this to get a thorough education in what this is and how it works. And a general loan officer is not going to have, be as equipped to provide that information. Well, I think it's the same thing even if you're going to use a real estate agent. Why would you use somebody who doesn't do too much real estate? Or why would you use somebody who does maybe commercial real estate to sell your house or somebody who does property management to sell your house or somebody who likes to represent buyers to sell your house? I don't know. It never quite made sense to me. Yeah. When I get an opportunity to explain this to sellers, um, they tend to get it. It's like, yeah, you need to use a specialist. I mean, would you use a would you use a shoulder surgeon to work on your knee? I mean, shoulder, shoulder surgeon got to be pretty good. But it's not a knee. Would you use a shoulder surgeon no. to use your, to work on your knee? No. no, no, absolutely not. Would you use a a knee surgeon that's not busy or one that's super busy that it's hard to get an appointment for? Well, you want to you want somebody that ha- that's very experienced. There's a reason why there. Yeah, it, it's a re- there's a reason why you have to get you know wait for an appointment a little bit. So, anyways, we were talking about when we had lunch earlier about how we met. We met. I don't know, eight, eight nine years ago, something like that. Forgot how we met. I forgot who connected us. I, I, I have too, but you, um, my brother had passed away and we needed to sell his condo, which mm-hmm. actually my mother owned the condo. And we needed to sell it to give my mother back some of her investment mm-hmm. on that. And I found you and you did a great job of helping us get it all ready to sell and marketing it the right way. And so uh, you know, we stayed in touch and years, number of years later, after my mother passed, I, you know, called you again and you sold my mother's house and it was great. Um, you didn't you know. take my advice though. My advice was to interview other agents. You just interviewed me. Well, by the time <laughs> my mother passed, I'd met a lot of other agents. <laughs> and, and your reputation as a selling agent was, is exemplary. So you, 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 you made my mom's house sell very quickly once we finally, we're able to get all her stuff out of the house and we put it on the market. It sold within the week. And it was at a time when hardly anything was selling. That was a tough market. It was very tough. I don't know if I told you about what happened on that transaction towards the very end. The agent that was representing the buyer on that transaction, she, um, she, she closes maybe one deal a year for the buyers, for buyers. So she's very, very part time. Well, she when she presented the offer to us and I presented it to you guys and we accepted it and everything like that. Well, she thought that she asked for termite clearance and we gave them a termite inspection report. I think it was three thousand dollars worth of work. And it was on that on your transaction it was a trust sale and we sold it as is. That's the way you're you're allowed to do it. And there's there's disclosures for all of that and that's it was upfront and when she wrote the offer, they didn't ask for termite clearance. They asked for a termite report only. And um, three or four days before we were supposed to close escrow, she called me up and asked me, "When is the termite work done? I said, what termite work? I felt really bad for her. She had to pay for it out of her own commission. She was pretty upset. She was a little bit upset with me. I didn't think it was fair to be upset with me, but um, she doesn't do this very much. And 
this is what happens. So she kind of had to eat that. That was I felt really bad for her, but um, it said it, at, it said in, in, in the marketing as is, and we disclosed that no termite work would be done, and it was never even in the contract. Did I ever tell you about that? I th- I have a vague memory of it. It's been three years. That was so. kind of tough, but anyways. And and talking about my mother, that's how I came to be in this business. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a, a nice house, and she didn't owe anything on it. Uh, she was quite comfortable with my dad's. My dad was deceased, but the pension that had been left and all mm-hmm. the rest of it. Um, but she started, she was in her early 90s, and she started to fall. And we we, we really said to her, you either have to move or you have to have somebody staying with you. Mm-hmm. And she may, she said, well, I'd rather stay in my own home. That's what I want to do. That's where I want to live. And that's where I want to die. So we started looking at home equity loans, or traditional home equity loans, and we started looking at reverse mortgages. And when we looked at, you know, where would the payments come from the home equity loan as opposed to getting money from the reverse mortgage, we decided to go with the reverse mortgage. Sure. And that was what gave her the funds mm-hmm. to take care of her for the next, I think it was six years. She lived to almost 99. And and it, it provided the funds to pay for care and and to pay you know, the, the that becomes more expensive over time. So it was really, really good that we did that. From start to finish, how long does it take to get a reverse mortgage put on your house? Uh, you know, it, it, if I'm sitting down with someone, I'm going to say to them it's going to be 30 to 60 days. Oh, that's quick because most refinances right now are taking a lot. Yeah. They're taking at least that long. Yeah. Let's put it that way. You know, I want to I want to be generous with the estimate. And, sure. And hopefully bring it in sooner than that. Uh, it depends on the deal. It depends on the complications. Um, we can't foresee some of those. You know, there's a complex trust that you know needs to be amended, or you know, things that that are are complex. We it'll take more time. Well, you get a lot of referrals from me, and the reason why is, I, oftentimes I'll go to a, a client's house, and they'll be over 62 years old, and they can't tap their equity, and they just kind of need the money. And I'm the worst realtor in the world. I tell them to either you know. I don't like if, if real estate right now is probably the best investment you can have. I mean, there's people coming from other countries to buy real estate here, so you got to kind of figure what's going on here. But um, I, I tell a lot of people to rent their house out and uh, for a few years, and you know, they can capture the appreciation. But the other thing I tell them is, you know, consider a reverse mortgage uh, to be able to pull pull cash out. Now I hear things all the time. Kind of crazy stuff where I had one uh, a few months ago. Um, they sh- the lady said to me on the phone, she thought I was crazy. She said that um, if, you sh- if she does a reverse mortgage, that the bank owns the house. That's not true. She yeah. own- I told her she owns the house. No, Just like any other mortgage. Just like any mortgage, there's a lien on the property that's recorded at the county. Mm-hmm. When you go to, you know, her family goes to sell the house or she sells the house. That lien gets paid back before anybody else. The other one of the other things that she said to me was, if she lives for a long time and values go down, and all of a sudden there's no equity in the house, that that's a problem, and they'll call the loan or they'll force her out of the house. That's not true. Is, these the contract is written with, with these in such a way that the house is that there's only a few reasons that the loan can be called, and it's very specific in the paperwork. Uh, when all the borrowers have passed away, mm-hmm. when none of the borrowers live in the home any longer mm-hmm. because they sold it, or because they transferred 
title to their kids, mm-hmm. something like that. Those things can make it become due if they don't pay their property taxes and homeowners insurance or maintain the property. Those are the reasons that the loan could become due. That's it? That's it. That's not bad. And it doesn't matter if it runs out of equity. If you think back to when the economy crashed and houses that were worth 300 were worth 200, you know, a lot of those, those reverse mortgages from back then are, are upside down. And when that homeowner permanently leaves the home, all that's owed by the homeowner is the value of the property. So say, or the loan, whichever's less. So say you, there's a reverse mortgage uh, on the house and 300000 and it's, but the place is only worth 200000 and we sell the house. Now, does the family get a $100,000 tax liability hit? Do they have to pay that back? How does that work? No, they don't have to pay it back. It's the, the loan is insured. There's insurance being charged, much like mortgage insurance mm-hmm. on a forward, on a, I call it forward mortgage. On a regular mortgage, regular, mortgage, sure. a regular FHA mortgage, <laughs> reverse work. Um, on a regular uh, FHA mortgage, you now have to pay mortgage insurance for a lifetime. That's the new rule. They can't get rid of it. With there and with the reverse mortgage, there's always mortgage insurance. It's it's added on to the loan each month, and it's a percentage of the loan balance. And that's what that's where FHA gets their their money to insure these loans sure. and to pay the lender the difference if the loan turns out to be upside down. So they don't have to worry about that. The family no one's going no to come knocking on the door or anything no. like that. They no. don't do that. No. And if they, want, if they want the house, there's a procedure in which they can buy it back for... Uh, there's a, currently, the way the contract is written is that the family can buy it back for 95% of the loan balance. Um, uh, the, I'm sorry, 95% of the current appraised value if it's upside down. So, so if mom and dad have a house, mom and dad either have passed or they've decided to move into another, maybe a congregate care facility or whatever, they've moved out, and I'm the son, and I'm, I'm 43 years old, and I want to buy the place. I can buy the place. You can buy it. At 95, generally. The loan balance, or 95% of the, if it's if the loan balance is greater than the value, then it's ninety five percent of the appraised value. So it, so if the balance is three hundred thousand, but it's worth two hundred thousand, I can buy it at ninety five percent of two hundred thousand. That's correct. Okay, do I get taxed on that difference? I don't know. That's a tax question. That's a tax question. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> not enough. a tax specialist. <laughs> but the opportunity is there. You can definitely do it. Yes. Okay. And it's in black and white. You can read it in the in the um, loan agreement. So. Um, well, with these mortgages, there I'm sure there's they have these things called cooling off periods. I mean, this is your industry. I just sell houses. I don't do loans. But you can, I mean, there's a cooling off period. You you have plenty of opportunity to review all the documents and sit on it. Let's. Uh, that's there's a long yeah. explanation for that, mm-hmm. and and uh, not too long, but long enough that we need a little more time to discuss it. Okay. And I think we're about to go to a break. So. Yeah. Um, Let's 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 address that right after Great. the break. Well, you're on the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. Thank you very much, Kathy Blonde. And we're going to roll into a whole bunch more questions right after the break. Let's get back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. Welcome back to the show. We're here with Kathy Blonde, a reverse mortgage specialist. I've known Kathy 
for eight, nine, ten years. This is her specialty. She just does reverse mortgages. You see her in California. She has a great network of other specialists around the country. So if you ever needed to call her and ask her a question, she'd be happy to do it. She'd also be happy to try to connect you with somebody as just as good as she is um, somewhere around you know where you live. Um, you've got a really nice demeanor. That's why you're successful. Thank you. I work hard on it. Actually, it comes. I, I believe it comes from my education background and really having spent a lot of time with seniors in the last few years. I'm, I'm a little aggressive. Um, I think a lot of sellers, I think they like that. I mean, you kind of need to be aggressive if you're, you're going to sell a house. You can't just throw a sign out there and throw things on the computer and, and hope that the phone rings. It just doesn't work. But in my you business, have a different business. In my business, I have found aggressiveness sends my clients the other away from me. That I, I'm, I need to be patient. I need to let them have the time they need to work through this. And, and sometimes that takes a lot of patience. And a lot of phone calls. I would, I would feel comfortable having you come over. Um, certainly, I would think that a lot of folks that are contemplating this are going to have maybe a, a son or daughter or a family member or a friend who probably is younger than them helping to um, take a look at all of this stuff before you just show up on the front porch. I frequently, I frequently ask the client if they want to have somebody there with them, if there's a son or daughter or other family member or friend, uh-huh. um, because often they want that. They, they, they do want somebody else there um, to listen, to help them ask questions they're not thinking of asking. I've also talked to people on the phone. I, put my, I, I offer it. I tell my clients, you know, if your son has questions, have them call me. I'll you know, be glad to meet. You know, when I have a family meeting, I'd be glad to come and, and explain what it is you're looking at, um, provide any of those resources. Send it out by email, whatever it needs to be for them to get the education they need. I also will tell them if I don't think it's right for them. And I and you did that for a few of my clients. I really appreciated that. That's very honest. It's it's yeah the way to do business. I don't well, yeah. I don't believe in doing the deal with somebody that shouldn't be doing the deal. Yeah, absolutely not. You know the 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 house is huge and two story and and I'm looking at a client that's already having trouble walking and I'm going do you really you know is this really the solution for you can you maintain and and it and it often can't be i mean it's just they can't but but it's hard for them to come to grips with that and i also because i'm a certified senior advisor which like i said is a, desig- a designation i went to classes for it and took an exam and and it's it's a great organization but the I, I, I know things that are common to seniors and things that are, are, are uncommon and, and ways to approach them um, and their needs. Um, when we were doing my mom's house, I said one of the things I said to her was, we have to change your bathroom. Her bathroom was waiting, an accident waiting for her. I remember that. And it was in terrible, it was a terrible design. And we hired a contractor with the money we got from the reverse and redid her bathroom to be a safe environment for her including um, and towel racks that were actually grab bars so that when, she, when she'd start losing her balance and she grabbed the towel rack, she wouldn't end up on the floor with a towel rack in her hand. I remember that. Yeah, it was a great design. We actually took those out of your bathroom. We were trying to sell the house. No, those were I thought we did. No. I thought we did. Mm-mm. It was another house that we did. No, I bought decorative ones. Yeah, you had nice ones. We, a lot of times we'll take them out. It's just too, mm-hmm. sometimes they're too many and it's... Yeah. It's an easy, easy thing to do. 
I have a crazy question. So if somebody takes a reverse mortgage out and they're 62 years old, what if they live to be 100? I mean, does it stop no. at a certain time? No. Matter of fact, the contract's written to take the younger borrower all the way to 150 years old. 150 years old. We have to put an end date on it. 150. That's what FHA says. Isn't the oldest do. person in America or the world? Nowhere near that. That's they're why. At, that's why. At 125 it, so or that, something. So that there's an ending date that... Okay, they continue earning, getting money every month. Some some will get money if they don't have too big a mortgage to pay off, and that's 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 the discussion that's around what products are available sure. and what the features of those products are. And if they have, let's say they have a big mortgage that has to be paid off. Yeah, it won't. Basically, sure, the benefit is going to be that they don't have a mortgage payment anymore. But somebody like my mother who didn't have a mortgage. She had access to this money. She could have had it in the line of credit. She could take monthly payments. She could put some in the line of credit and some monthly payments. And if, you know, it depends on, if you do the formula, this FHA's formula, and take the monthly payment, that payment will last as long as you live in the home. Wow. So they just, Even if it runs out of money, the money continues to flow. So if you have a house that's worth 300000 or whatever, 900000 say it's worth 300000 Easy numbers, and you have a a loan on it right now for fifty thousand dollars. So, a reverse mortgage is going to be a first trustee or first mortgage on the house, and they're going to essentially pay that yes. that that fifty thousand dollars off. Right. We become the only mortgage, and you become the only mortgage. And that, and they have access whatever the calculation based on age and value. They have access to a certain percentage of the value of their home. So they this, won't have access to three hundred thousand. I understand. Yeah, because that's that's that's, a, that's something that confuses people. You know, they think they should have access to all of their equity, but there has to be equity to pay the loan. So well, so. no one will give you access to all the equity. No. Well, they used to. And that's why we got in this trouble. <laughs> it's just the way it is. It is. No yeah. one's going to give you access to all that money. No. All that equity, I should say. So. Somebody sits down with you, and you kind of explain this is this is the process, and they say yes, and it takes about thirty to sixty days to get it all to actually get the, the it placed. Yes, Maybe. yes, it depends. Obviously, yeah, it depends on how fast you get documents done. Else, you know, things can drag out. Um, so they write you a check, or do they put it in your bank account? The money that you receive from the reverse mortgage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if they if they need if they need or want some cash up front, some people put five thousand dollars in their bank account so they have ready access to some cash for emergencies or repairs or things like that. Other people want just the monthly payment coming, and it's usually direct deposit. They can receive a check if they choose. We were going to talk about you know can they change you know can they like when is the loan complete? Well, the loan is complete. On a refinance, they, they have three days. In California, there's a right of rescission. Mm-hmm. I can't speak to other states. But in California, sure. there's when you refinance a, a, your mortgage, yeah. whether you had a payoff or not, this is a refinance, you have three days to change your mind. Three days after signing the closing documents with a notary, you have up to three days to change your mind and get out of the loan. If it's a purchase, that, that there is you no can't do the, yeah. That, yeah, there is no right of rescission. But on a refinance, yes. On a refinance, there is. So you have the the right to cancel any time up until three days after if you're refinancing. They can they on can, a reverse mortgage. On a reverse mortgage. It's the same thing on a refinance, but you yeah. know this from the so you know I get people that are are nervous about you know well, should I start the application? And it's like you can 
you can sign an application today and, and get your counseling. I can't do anything until you've had counseling. And then you can say, I, I decided I don't want to do this. You know, and, and you get to, you're in charge until three days after the loan closes. Are there any upfront costs usually? Not usually. The usually they're, they're financed. The costs are, are almost all, always financed. Um, if someone is short, if the, how, if what they owe on the property is more than the reverse mortgage will give them, mm-hmm. they are allowed to bring their own cash to get the reverse mortgage. So, so let's say they owe 300,000 and the house is worth 280,000 mm-hmm. or they can only get 280,000. They have to make up the difference. They have to make up the difference from what the reverse mortgage will give them. Those people won't get a monthly check. It'll just be no more principal and interest payments. Well, it's the same type of thing. If you if you're going to buy a property and the appraisal comes in low, you can always make up the difference. It, make up the difference it with is cash. The same. Yeah, and yeah. and the the thing about that that's when we do have to see bank accounts and things that where did the money come from? That's the the Patriot Act it requires us to source the money, so it's not laundered. Well, I heard this is one of the other complaints or something that one of my clients said. She said that these are really expensive. Reverse mortgages are r- way too expensive. If it depends on the product, mm-hmm. um, one of, there's one choice um, that gives more money that has a higher initial mortgage insurance premium to mm-hmm. FHA, mm-hmm. just the initial beginning premium. That one looks more expensive, although that's almost always finance. But there are other product choices that have a low amount of mortgage insurance, but they provide less cash. So it's up to a client if they if they only want access to some. Some of the money, not all that's possible, mm-hmm. they can choose the product that has less cost. And this is something that you can sit down black and white and leave the pieces of paper with them. Absolutely. And they can look at all of this. Absolutely. And and I, I just, I've, I've been working on one recently that every few days the daughter calls me and asks me, well, what if we put 70000 in the line of credit and the rest in payments? Or what if, you know? And so I've been sending over and over again, um, you know, um, Re, you know, redone documents so that she can look at that. That decision doesn't even have to be made until towards the end of loan processing. So we have lots of time to decide. So let's talk about the end of the loan. Well, if somebody passes away, and uh, how, when does uh, how does it work? Well, how do they? How does the bank? Uh, let me tell you my mom's story. I mean, you were you were around, but you weren't that aware of what was going on yeah. with all that. So my mother lived out her life in her home. She died in her home. You know, I, I, I picked up the phone and notified the lender that she had passed. And they said, well, please send us a death certificate, which is common. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do with the house? They wanted to know if the family was going to keep the house or if the family was going to sell the house. And I said, well, we're, well, we're going to sell, but we can't put it on the market yet. And 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 they, they said, that's fine. We understand. You know, it takes time to, you know, somebody's been living in a house for 30 years. It takes time to get all the stuff out. And so we... It took us six months, um, and and after six months, in the meantime, Mike, you'd been there helping us. To, we took pictures before the antiques were removed and things like that, so we had really great photos of the house. With, we staged it first. With, staging it with my mother's things, which made it look really nice. I remember that day. And, and It was a hot day. It was a hot day. <laughs> And and you and you had a professional photographer come and do it. It was really great. Anyway, nice. then we had to get you know we got all the stuff out of the house and we finally put it on the market. And like I said, you were, you were able to sell it in a week. You had everything ready to go. But that all the way along, I'd been communicating with the lender. That's really really important. Is the communication is picking up the phone and talking to them and telling them. I called them and said, 
you know, we're finally getting the house on the market. They said, please send us a copy of the contract with the realtor. And how much time do they usually give you? Um, depends, I'm sure. It, it depends. Six months is usually a good rule of thumb, and then they, they do. you can ask for extensions if needed. Right. We're going to roll into an, uh, our last commercial. We're here with Kathy Blonde. You're on the Mikeville Real Estate Show. And um, I'm going to roll into the next segment. I want to tell you a story about what's happening with one of my clients right now who decided not to communicate with the reverse mortgage lender. So I'm able to straighten that all out for him, but you're not going to, I haven't, I, I just thought about this when you were talking about this. So anyways, you're going to go into commercial. So where's my music? <laughs> Welcome back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. I'm here with Kathy Blonde, a reverse mortgage specialist. Kathy, what's your phone number again? It's 877-349-5207. Anybody can call you. Anybody you don't can mind call it. me. Nope. You're the best. And that rings, I, I everything rings through to my one phone. So I, I get calls directly. But I don't pick up my phone when I'm with clients. You know what I like about you? And we didn't even talk about this before. When I tell people to call you, they call me back to say, you wouldn't believe. She answered the phone. She was so nice. She was so helpful. They didn't have to call me. I'm serious. That's great. And that's why I refer people to you. Yeah. That's, you know, same with escrow officer. They actually, my clients call me and say how wonderful my escrow officer is. They didn't have to call me. It's a nice experience. So. One of the things I wanted to talk about, I have a situation right now where I'm selling a gentleman's, I'm selling a lady's house. She's, um, her father passed away 14 months ago. Okay. And all these things came in the mail and they threw them away and they threw them away and they threw them away. And, um, somebody called them from the reverse mortgage. There's a reverse mortgage on the house. And, um, they told them on the phone that, um, you know, my dad passed away. And they asked them, what are you going to do to the house or what, what's your plans? And they said, we haven't figured it out. Well, you know, they got more letters and then they, um, they just ignored them and they threw away the letters. And then he called me, uh, was it's the wife's husband. He called me kind of stressing out saying, you know, I got this kind of in a way mean letter that's saying that we needed, we need to sell the house or you could get foreclosed on. It's like, well, uh, duh. I mean, it's been 13 months. Um, you need to communicate with him. And he, told, he was telling me about how he threw everything away, and you know, and he thinks he had that one conversation with them months ago. So now they know that. Now you know, all you got to do sometimes is pick up the phone and let people know what you're doing. Now, I, as I understand it, and tell me if I'm wrong, you normally get around, generally six months after if somebody passes away, the family, which hopefully is enough time to uh, pay off, either pay it off or sell the property, or sometimes you can get an extension. Right. They just have to ask. They have to ask. Is it that easy? Yeah. And a monthly statement comes every month from the lender. I know. So it's right there. Phone numbers are there. And those are the people that you need to talk to. You know, people call me and ask me, and I say you need to talk to the you know, you need to call the number on the statement. Talk to the people that are managing the loan, the servicing company. 
because they are the ones that are going to start foreclosure proceedings if they don't contact them. And I would assume that the the bank doesn't really want the property. They don't. I mean, on a regular, they really don't want. They just want their money back. They want their money back. They want they, but they also they don't want to take that loan that's in a certain department and have to send it to a collections department or a different department. It starts getting expensive, and all you got to do is just. I mean, all you got to do is call and let them know mm-hmm. what's going on. Well, let's go over again what makes the loan become due. It can be death. Okay. When I sit down with customers, I, I say, look, we're going to talk about some difficult things. One is death. Mm-hmm. But it can be death. can be that the, the person has sold and moved. But what about the people that get Alzheimer's or the people that have a stroke and they can no longer live in the home? If there's one borrower still living in the home, the loan continues unchanged. Okay. But if the last borrower now has gone out to medical care, and they're out of the house for 12 consecutive months for me- medical care, for physical or mental health issues, the loan becomes due. After the 12 months. After the 12 months. After they've been out of the house for 12 months. That's correct. That's when. But many seniors, my mother was one of these, they fall, they go to the hospital, they go to nursing care, they come home again. Okay. That something else happens, they go to the hospital. So what if they're, she's gone for eight months and she comes back? Then the clock starts all over again. The twelve-month clock starts yes. all over again. Yeah. Wow. It's a really, it's really nice in that way. There's also. Do um, they continue getting the? Yeah, if they're getting a monthly payment, they continue to get. They just it. continue. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had a lot of clients, uh, particularly older gentlemen, that 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 see this as an insurance policy, so to speak, for their wife. Mm-hmm. That that if they still had a mortgage, one of them left standing wouldn't be able to afford the mortgage. So they get the reverse mortgage and they don't have a payment requirement. And now they feel like they're protecting their spouse, that the spouse will be able to continue to live in the property as long as they live or as long as they choose to live on the property without having to worry about a mortgage payment. That's pretty nice. Yeah. It's something I've had many people say to me. So if you're equity rich, cash poor, you have equity in your house, meaning you just your house is worth whatever four hundred thousand. Is there any other product out there that? And this is kind of an amazing product. There's not. I mean, how else do you tap? How else equity? do you tap the equity without making payments and having to qualify with per credit? And on top of that, if it goes, if the balance winds up going over the value, you're still with a. You know, you're still fine. Yeah. You don't have to worry about yes. paying that. Yes. And one thing we haven't talked about is that you can use a reverse mortgage to purchase a property. Tell me about that. How does that work? <laughs> and most reverse mortgages, 95% of reverse mortgages are refinanced. Uh-huh. But let's say um, the, the two-story house and the woman's having a hard time getting around and she needs to move to something one story, you know, sure. smaller, near the kids, whatever it is. And, and so she sells her property. She has the equity from the sale that she just closed. Uh-huh. And she can use some or all of that money to buy another property and and with a reverse mortgage. So it's it's using the reverse mortgage as the loan as she buys the new as she buys the new property. And she just has to make up the difference between what she can get from the reverse mortgage and the the, the selling price. So let's go so three hundred thousand dollar house and she qualifies for you know, let's say she can get you know, I don't even want to put a number to it, but just mm-hmm. for the sake of, you know, she can get 180000 from the reverse mortgage. She'd have to pay 120000 to buy that property. And that would probably come from the equity that she had. We do have to see paperwork on that. We have to know where the money came from. 
But other than that, it's 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 almost like a cash deal because the person is qualified to buy the property. We don't have as long as the property is qualified and the person is old enough, we can pre-qualify them. So I have some clients right now. I signed their I signed a listing. I put their house on the market. I'm not going to tell you the price because you'll find out somebody could figure it out. But it's uh, let's say it's between it's it's between eight hundred thousand and a million dollars. Okay, and my uh, my client is a he's a disabled vet. Him and his wife are definitely over sixty two years old. They have no income other than social security, and they have about two, when we sell the house they're going to have a, about two hundred thousand dollars tax free in their pocket. So you're saying that you can use that two hundred thousand dollars tax free. And instead of having to buy, they they could buy something for two hundred thousand. I don't know what they're going to find here in California, in Southern California, but they can leverage that and use a, buy it with a reverse mortgage and be able to buy something. I don't know how much, but Worth it's going to be more a, than two hundred. A lot more than two hundred thousand right. dollars. Right, that's correct. Wow, it's a great deal. You're gonna, I'm gonna connect you with them. Yeah, yeah, they need to talk to you because we were actually brainstorming all of this. I didn't know that you could use. You learn something new every day. That's why you're here. <laughs> Wow. Well, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity. Well, let, let's uh, let's put your contact information out there again, okay. Kathy. It's Kathy Blonde, and it's blonde like the hair color, but don't put an E on the end. So my email is Kathy, it's K-A-T-H-Y, my last name, B-L-O-N-D, that's boy, Larry, O, Nancy, David, at yahoo.com. And my phone number is 877-349-5207. Wonderful. Thank you very much. You know, this is a, a, an amazing product. It's really not that expensive. There's not, it is, it's almost impossible to find another product. There is, is no other product out there that creates this for seniors. And it's constantly changing, constantly evolving. That's why you need to use a specialist. Yes. And you're on top of all this stuff. And this is all you do. You eat, drink, sleep this stuff. Yes, I do. <laughs> Wow. So um, one of the services that you provide that I provide the same thing is anybody can call me anywhere in the nation. And if I can't help you, if you're in um, Ohio and you'd love to hire me or talk to me, I'd be happy to talk to you. And I'm sure if somebody from Ohio wants to ask you some questions, they can do the same thing. Yes. And we'll do our best to connect you with somebody who's just like us. Yes. Hopefully better. That's hard. (laughs) No, I mean, not to pat ourselves on the back, but we know what we're doing. We're specialists. This is what we do. Um, next week, we're going to have a great show. We're going to be talking about title insurance. We're going to have a vice president of a national title company. We'll, we'll be talking about what may you may think is being boring, but it's not. Uh, and we're also going to have, the week after, we're going to be having a, a developer on the show. We're going to be talking about what new houses are going to be looking like and what people want in new houses. So thank you for listening to the Michael Real Estate Show. Kathy, thank you very much for coming. Thank you for letting me I appreciate it. And uh, make sure you give us a call if we can help anybody out there. The opinions expressed in the Mike Bell Real Estate Show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the opinions of anyone at TalkZone.com, Keller Williams Realty, any board of realtors, or anyone for that matter. Always hire a real estate attorney when making real estate decisions. Do not try any of this at home.